This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomer listeners. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. Happy Sunday morning to you. I'm Jason Laidler here on AM740 with my all-time favorite, brand new sort of co-host, Ted Walshin. Good morning, Ted. How are you? Happy Father's Day to you, Jason. Yes, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you too, Ted. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, well, hold on, before I ask you, uh, as you know, this is the Avoid Probate Show, and so we get calls from uh, what you could say, what I would say are senior seniors. And just yesterday, I got a great call from a gentleman who was 91. And I'm telling you, that guy sounded so spry on the phone, I would have guessed, if I had to guess, that he was in his 70s. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're not a very senior senior. Um, is your dad still with us? He probably, no, unfortunately, he, we lost my dad about uh, 10, 15 years ago, I guess now. It's been a while. Time flies. Yeah. I know, I know. I have to stop and think about those things because it's like... When I sometimes some people say, "When was that?" I say, well, "I don't know, a few years ago." No, no, it was eight. Oh, okay. So what, was was he was he in Ontario? Was he, he here? He was here. He was here. Yeah, my dad was born originally in Ukraine. Came here at a young age. Um, um, went to a university in Montreal and in Ottawa. Got his master's degree and worked in a tribal agency and worked in a number of different uh, industries. Yeah, I, I thought uh, there was a Ukrainian uh, connection in there somewhere. Yep. You bet. My dad, uh, I lost him uh, in 2019. Um, seems like a long time ago, but I know it wasn't really. And he was a first-generation Canadian as well. I, I've often uh, made references on, on this show about my Scottish connection, but my dad was the only uh, English component in the family. And uh, so his dad was English, and his name was Laidler, and that's why my name's Laidler, of course, even though the rest of my family is entirely Scottish, including my dad's mom. They're all from Edinburgh, but he was, that's, that's the way it goes. I don't have to explain the genealogy of it <laughs> to you. Uh, do you have any, any exciting plans for later, Ted? I, uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm, well, I'm getting, because I'm a father and a grandfather. I have two, two, Holy cow. I have two children, and I have a granddaughter who's turning two in August, and I think we're, we're heading out and having lunch at uh, one of my favorite restaurants out in Mississauga, where I live, called the Capra's Kitchen, which is owned and run by the great chef Massimo Capra. I always look forward to his food. Cool. Um, I, I don't. I, I haven't been there, but I'd love to try it out. Well, one day I'll let you buy me lunch there. <laughs> one day I might just do that. I'm going to... Uh, well, it's your show. I'm going to do something I try to do at least once a year, and that is go to the local farmer's market, oh, which yeah. for me is in Sutton, Ontario. Um, Sutton is part... It's a, it's a village, actually, in the town of Georgina. The Georgina Farmer's Market runs every Sunday during the summer into October, 9 a.m. till 2 p.m., rain or shine. Great local vendors with all kinds of foods, fresh from the local farms. Mm. And uh, I know it's part of a, a really 
really large uh, farmer's circuit. There's plenty around the GTA. I know there's also one in Unionville today on Main Street. They have them all over. They're, they're, they're almost every day of the week, you'll find something in somewhere in southern Ontario. There's a farmer's market that's open. Yes, I love them. Because you can't uh, all shop on Saturday, but... And again, it's about shopping local, and it's about shopping fresh, right? Absolutely. All right, well, it's not the shopping show, so let's, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> some time ago, we had real estate expert uh, Barry Lebo on the show, and he mentioned um, just a few of the different options that are available for seniors who are downsizing, mm-hmm. such as retirement living communities, for example. He also mentioned that if you're downsizing, then you really should be using the services of a realtor who has... Uh, the ASA designation, which I think he was, uh, I think he pioneered that. Um, they are specialists when it comes to working with seniors and managing their unique needs. Of course, as always, I had my avoid probate hat on, and so I added that anyone selling a property is obviously going to have a lot of money they're going to need to put somewhere, and if they put it in the bank, guess what's going to happen? The bank gets it. Well, and, the and government gets it. It's going to be probated, and, right. Well, exactly. It's the whole process of probating. Well, I was having this conversation with a friend the other day. He says, yeah. He says, not only is the government going to take a little taste, as they say, uh, but the government, but the banks are generally in no real rush to sign it over. So it with is going to be probated. to our friends at the banks. Uh, yeah, I love the banks. Unless you add a joint owner to the account, which is generally a bad idea. We've talked on this show several times about uh, the pitfalls of joint ownership. But anyway, unless you do that, it will be probated. So the better solution, which I keep reminding everybody week after week, is to set up an investment portfolio at an insurance company where you can have guarantees and name a beneficiary on the account, which, of course, will avoid the probate nightmare. So having said that... And you know where what's happening big time now is a lot of um, uh, people who have had cottages are now deciding, okay, it's time to get rid of the cottages, and it's the same situation. You're going to be, shouldn't say stuck, but you're going to find yourself with this financial windfall. Yeah. So think very carefully. A chunk of cash. Okay, coming up in just a second, we're going to welcome our special guest for the day. She is the Community Relations Manager for Del Manor in Aurora. Del Manor, of course, leaders in retirement residency. And we will be back in a moment on Avoid Probate on Zoom Radio. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember Insert Your Name and we're heartbroken because Insert Your Name did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of Insert Your Name have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca this is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back to Avoid Probate. He is Jason Laidler, who is the founder of Avoid Probate. How can people get a hold of you, by the way? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked because I don't think we've given the contact information out yet today. Uh, you can reach us by email at uh, info at avoidprobate.ca. Or by toll-free phone at 1-844-667-7628. 1-844-667-7628. 
7628. All right, and I'm Ted Wallishan. You can get a hold of me if you'd like to send me an email at ted at twmedia.ca. That's ted at twmedia.ca. Del Manor, they are leaders in the retirement resident industry. And joining me right now is Community Relations Manager. Joining us right now for Del Manor in Aurora is Carrie Armstrong. Hello, Carrie. Welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's so exciting. Nice to have you with us. So, Jason, you you and Carrie have met before. Um, we have not, but you you met under yes Ted, different circumstances. We have a, we, have yeah, a, we need to get this. We up have front. a history, <laughs> Carrie and I. Um, I'm not sure how many years ago it was, Carrie, but it was at a senior show uh, where we both had a booth that were side by each. And I, I thought it was Markham. You think it's where? I thought it was in North York at the North York Senior Center. Well, you might be right. I can't I know, remember. Right. But I think uh, I probably am. My probab- memory's better than you yours. You probably are. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, we became fast friends and realized that there was um, mutual benefit to, to working with each other going forward. And since then, I've um, spoken at Dell Manor a couple times to, talking about avoid probate, of course, to the residents. And kind of off topic... My daughters danced. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll get back to that in a minute when you talk about some of the, uh, the activities. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's talk. Can we just? Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Can we just uh, go backwards here and go back to the history of Del Manor, how it all began, when it began, who started it? Yes, of course. So we're going back twenty, almost twenty years ago. Um, well, first of all, we are owned and operated by a larger company called Tridel, which I'm sure most people have heard of. You see, most of the condos in the in the city of Toronto are built by Tridel. So Tridel is a very, very large construction company, and we are under the umbrella of Tridel. So twenty years ago, Tridel thought it would be kind of neat to try something new and get into the retirement residence industry. And they uh, built their very first Del Manor about 20 years ago in Richmond Hill called Del Manor Elgin Mills. And it was such a success. And we had lots of people interested that they continued to grow their business. And today we've got a total of five retirement residences across the GTA with our sixth going up in Del- in Aurora called Del Manor Aurora. So there are five residences. How many residents in the residences? Is that right? That's good. You're using great terms. Well, That's awesome. I'm not doing that again, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. There good. are approximately in each one of our communities about 120 to 130 residents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I were 51 years of age, would I qualify? Do I need to be 65 years of age to be a resident? You know what, Ted, That is an excellent question. And to be honest, it's not an age thing. It's a lifestyle. Ah. So really, when people come in, they could coming in at all different ages. And if right. they're looking for a particular lifestyle, then it doesn't matter how old they well, are. Well, see, see, now that's a great thing to do. You go in there when you're like 49 years old, and people think you're like 65. You say, God, <laughs> do you ever look good for your age? Well, you know, I, I try to take care of myself. Healthy, healthy living, right, Well, Ted? they don't know you're 49. <laughs> okay, Carrie, hold on. I want to back up because you said about 120 residents per resident. Per residence? Yeah, I told you. Whatever. Whatever Ted said? Approximately, yes. Okay, I I went by uh, the Aurora facility the other day to check it out. It was palatial. I was blown away by the size of it. There's no way there's only 120 people in that building. No, there is a lot more. That particular residence, which is our largest of our of our all of our communities, is going to be double the size of their of the other five. 
So in this particular residence at Del Manor Aurora, there's going to be 242 suites. Wow. So we're talking about, on average, there's probably going to be a about 300, a, a, a possibility of about 350 residents living at that community. Paint me a picture of a, of a, of a suite, and from small to large. A suite will start at a studio, um, and it'll go up from there to a one-bedroom, to a larger one-bedroom, to a small two-bedroom, to a large two-bedroom. So you're talking anywhere from about 500 square feet up to just under 1,300 square feet for one of our larger two-bedrooms. Wow. Yeah, so they're a good size. And you have to remember, when Tridel built these uh, re- these communities as senior retirement residences, the idea of space was something they had to consider because a lot of these uh, seniors are coming from large homes, large condos. Mm-hmm. And the thought of moving into something small where they don't feel spacious is not what Tridel, Tridel wanted for Del Manor. So when they build con- communities, they build suites that make you feel like you're walking into a very spacious. Well, thirteen hundred square feet is, is uh, for for two people. That's that, that's a good chunk of chunk of room. Absolutely, absolutely. But plus, there's also what you would call you know community space, right? So you yeah. don't have to have the pool table in your suite because the pool table's down the hall mm-hmm. that's being shared. So mm-hmm. if you you know look at it like that, in a way, it's it's even bigger. That's mm-hmm. a great point, Jason. You make because really the intention when you live at a retirement residence is that you don't really want to spend a whole time in your suite. Right. No. You want to be out and taking advantage of what everything is is being offered in the community. I'm just going to talk about Del Manor Aurora right now simply because that's the newest and the greatest. But right. we'll have... <laughs> uh, sorry to interrupt you. I know it's the newest. Any Speaking of newest, what's the finish date? Any idea like when it's open? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be open mid-January. That's the initial occupancy date. And that has been the date for quite some time. So we don't anticipate that changing. At least we hope. So what will we find in that community? Um, we will find a saltwater pool, which is, this is new to Del Manor. We're introducing a pool. It's going to be a fitness pool, so you're going to have opportunities to do aquafit and lots of other things within that pool. There will be a Del Market, which also offers um, a beast, uh, sort of a grab-and-go Starbucks style, where you can grab a coffee and a muffin and go, mm-hmm. as well as our Del Market is like a, it's like a convenience store. So if those really snowy days where you don't want to have to go to the grocery store, sure. you can go to the Del Market and grab something. That's good. There's also going to be a Living Well Center. Living Well is a Del Manor term, and it is another word for a fitness center. So there's going to be that, as well as the salon, uh, a full salon with pedicures, manicures, doing your hair. We never forget the gentleman. They come on in there and get their hair done too and a massage table and there is also going to be a beautiful theater the theater will be offered obviously many movies will run in the theater but there's also um you know del manor university dvds like oceanography and world religions and we'll have doctors coming in doing intimate topics about certain things so the theater is going to be a great place to spend lots of time as well you mentioned uh, you never forget the gentleman of course i'm assuming it's a little bit lopsided in terms of uh Residents uh, male to female ratio. You know what? That's an interesting point you make, Jason. It used to be. 
but it's starting to become a lot different now. We're starting to see a lot of single gentlemen, and let me tell you, the ladies get very excited about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, there are, are there any, is, um, where would you go to socialize? Is there like a, a little pub, uh, restaurant, dining? Yes, at Del Manor Aurora, there's going to be a, a multiple amounts of, of uh, dining areas to take advantage of. We will have a pub, and it will offer its own menu of pub style, fish and chips, burgers, fries, salads, sandwiches, that type of thing. Um, it's going to be a flex dining experience so that you can come into the pub at any time, have a seat and grab your and have a menu and order. There'll also be a main dining room where it's a sit down with a menu. That'll be another option. There will be a bistro. The bistro will be another sit down with a menu, make a reservation where you can order, you know, pasta, salads, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, as well as in our Del Market, as I mentioned earlier, there will be sort of a grab a sandwich, grab a coffee and go. So there'll be lots of choices and lots of options for and, dining. And I would imagine like today, for example, being Father's Day, that there would be special activities booked around these special days in the communities. Ste yes. Steak and lobster for dinner. Absolutely. We doubt on our fathers um, and they will be very spoiled today in normal circumstances. You know, lots of family, etc. But uh, anyway, that will all be back. Oh, I want to uh, expand on that a little bit and clarify what the dining options look like. Um, before we do that, though, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of those things and the costs of uh, living at Dell Manor. Uh, as soon as we get back on the Avoid Private Show, we'll be right back. Thanks. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Marilyn is a good daughter who wants the best for her elderly mom. Um, why is she overdrawn on her account? What's going on here? Her mom had money, much of which was tied up in non-registered accounts like GICs, paying next to no interest, which meant... She was dipping into her capital big time because the residence she was staying in was very costly. So she was overdrawn on her account four times a month. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs using her power of attorney. The bank refused, saying the accounts were in her mom's name only, and then rubbed salt in the wound. They pushed it back on the family and said it was all our fault. We should have been on top of it, not them. That's when Marilyn got a hold of Jason at avoidprobate.ca. He accompanied Marilyn to the bank to move mom's money. Why? The insurance companies now have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks have. Plus, we can also put a 100% death benefit guarantee on the account once it's at the insurance company. Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca. I don't know how long my mother is going to live. None of us know. So my thing was, if she lives to 100, there'll be more than enough money to sustain her. How was avoidprobate.ca able to help Marilyn's mom? It's a good news story. The account is earning money much more than it did when it was at the bank in a low-paying GIC. But more importantly, it's still 100% mom's money. There's no joint owner on the account, but there is a beneficiary on the account, which wasn't there before. Which means no tax issues and no probate to worry about. I share my story with as many people as I can, and I hand out Jason's cards to lots of people and say, call this man. He'll walk you through it. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. 
Welcome back to the Avoid Probate Show on Zuma Radio AM 740. Jason Laidler here with Ted Wallishin, the world famous Ted Wallishin, and our special guest from you know representing uh, Dell Manor Retirement Communities, uh, Carrie Armstrong. Thanks again for being here, Carrie. Um, I, I just wanted to jump in. We were talking about all the different, uh, all the great things that are being offered, and it's it's tremendous. It's like living in, in in a hotel. I was just thinking, like some of the other things, like the the access to doctors, to nurses, uh, therapists, healthcare. And, um, dietitians, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, and you know what? There is a there is th- there actually are three lifestyle choices at this particular Del Manor in Aurora, um, and the big and one of the largest part of the of the lifestyles is the independent living, which is your full service. So within that service, you do have health and wellness surrounding you at all times. Now, whether you need it, it's your choice. Whether you need to take advantage of it, if you don't need it, you don't use it. But it's there for you, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. We've got nurses and PSWs personal support workers on site all the time. Um, In regards to services that come into the community to service our residents, we do have a lot of those that happen too, such as a podiatrist will come in and Mm -hmm. set up shop and our residents can book an appointment and come see him or her. We have doctor's day once a week where a a general practitioner from the community will come into the community and spend a day and our residents can come and see that doctor if they need something. And a lot of our residents who come from different locations, a lot of our residents are coming from you know far from Aurora who are leaving their family doctors behind they can turn our family doctor that comes in once a week into their family doctor so that's another great service Um, we do hearing clinics we do dental screening all of these services come into the community which is nice for seniors so that they don't have to go out to take advantage of these services Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay question uh, Carrie let's say uh, mom is downsizing finally after being in the same house for 50 years or whatever it is. And, um, you know, she she's looking for something that you're offering here. The question is, how do people, you know, reach out to you or, or, or find out what is available? And I'm curious also to know, is there a waiting list and, and what does it look like? That's a good question. So right now... Um I am working with a colleague, Julie Schuster, and the two of us are set up in a presentation center in Aurora. So right now, because our community is still under construction, our our prospects cannot go to the site itself, so they come and see us at the presentation center. We're meeting one family at a time. We're respecting you know, all of the COVID protocols, and we're having one family at a time to come in and learn a little bit more about our community. So we invite them in. We spend an hour or two with them. They can ask tons of questions we've got floor plans and we've got a presentation to show and at that point if there is interest to the point where they're ready to move forward then they would pick their suite and book it and then they wait until the opening of the doors in January Um, there is as I mentioned earlier 242 suites so that seems very very overwhelming however when you give me all of your desires of what you want in a suite it really narrows it down very very quickly and we find that perfect suite for you it's going to be a busy day on opening day in January, I guess. Eh? It is going to be busy day. Yes, I mean we're booking we're booking um, to move in. We're going to do four per day, so we're going to spread it out to make it you know to make it manageable. But uh, we're very very excited to open those doors and have people come and start living. For those people who, who who don't have access to. Um, to, to a car, don't have their own cars. Are, are, are there vehicles uh, available to transport them shopping or to uh, transportation hubs, for example? 
That's an excellent question. We have got an 18-seater Del Manor bus that's no, that's, no. Dese- that's designated just for Del Manor Aurora. And all of our other Del Manors across the city have their own Del Manor bus, 18-seater. So we do approximately 20 excursions a month wow. for our residents. Now, those are group excursions. If you're talking about a private car, you know, for yourself, for your personal runs to the doctors, etc., we've got a list of people that we can that we can refer to them. But as far as jumping on the bus, they can go anytime they want. They pick their dates, they pick their times, they they jump on the bus. We do regular runs to the top five banks, to the grocery stores, to the local malls, to more organized events like coming downtown town and seeing Come From Away, the play, or maybe going to Stratford and seeing a play. It's uh, There's lots of things going on. They could be busy every hour in the hour if they so desire. And, and I know this wasn't uh, an external event, but we've... Um you know, got some. Uh, we worked together a few times on your internal Robbie Burns supper that uh, was put on mm-hmm. at the um, other, Del Manor, Del Manor Northtown in Toronto. Northtown, Toronto. My girls were the uh, the entertainment. They were the Highland dancers, <laughs> at least uh, two years in a row, maybe three. I can't remember. Yeah. And that's that's when, of course, um, I made the terrible mistake of leaving behind one of the swords. Right. That the girls were dancing over for the sword dance. And uh, yeah, that's. Um, and I saved it for you all these years and brought it back to you today. And I got it back today, finally. Yes, and my wife's going to be. I'm watching this in the parking lot thinking, why Why are they swapping swords or whatever they're doing? I there? was going to wrap it up and give you two for Father's Day. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just glad I have it back because, believe me, the pressure that's been on me for years now to get it back is like one of, one of my wife's like favorite swords, of course. It couldn't have been one of the crappy ones that nobody cares about. It had to be like one of the favorite ones. But of course. We have it back. Okay. Yay. My my other question, um, leading, um, I want to talk about the cost. Let's let's what you know. People are going to be wondering. You know, this sounds it sounds great. It sounds luxurious. It sounds wonderful. And uh, sure, sign me up. Although you got to be able to afford this, right? So let's talk about that. Absolutely. And you know what? That's a really good point because when you're considering this lifestyle, it's very important that you are able to afford it because you wouldn't want to be in a position where it's you're going to get stressed because of that. If you have the funds and the financial backing to afford this lifestyle, then there's nothing like it. Um, we aren't the cheapest. We are high end. Uh, and that is simply because we have the services and we have the, um, the resources and everything that goes on within the community to to sustain that. So if you are able to do that, then by all means, um, you you come and make a choice at Del Manor Aurora. Now there are three, like I mentioned earlier, there are three different lifestyles to choose from. And again, it has to be the lifestyle that you are going to thrive in. So we talk about that. We go through that when you come to the presentation center to determine where it is the best place for you to live at Del Manor, North, at Del Manor, Del Manor Aurora. So pricing, you know, I don't want to get too deep into pricing because it's really important that we meet people and talk about that and really narrow in on what area of the community is best for them. And then we talk about suite style, suite size. That's going to generate a different price. And and do these suites come pre-furnished or they're okay? So you decide how you want to decorate. Absolutely. Ted, you're moving into an empty suite, just like you're moving into an empty condo or you're moving into an empty home when you purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, So you, you know, you're, you're obviously there's a big downsizing uh, decision to be made with the the place you're living in now. But we 
we've got wonderful companies that we work with who do downsizing work with seniors, and I am happy to refer um, you know, people to those companies to help them do the downsizing because that, that, that's stressful. That's very overwhelming when people are moving out of their homes to think about how am I going to get rid of all my stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, we've got the resources and we've got the companies to support that. So just give us a ballpark of the range. You know, I mean, I'm sure the listeners want to know just rough math what the ballpark of the range or the options look like in terms of dollars. Okay, so when we're talking about apartment style where you're really sort of it's on your own, the meals aren't included type of thing, you're looking at uh, for a one-bedroom anywhere between 3500 and 4500 for a one-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, when you move into full service, so that's where your meals and everything are included, you're looking at a one-bedroom starting at around 4500 uh, And keep in mind that, let's just flip back to apartment living for a second, even though you are responsible for your own cooking, etc., because those suites have full kitchens, you can still take advantage of the dining experiences at Del Manor Aurora, but you just have to pay for them. When you're, you know, when, when you're living in full service, the meals are all included. It was like having a built-in five-star restaurant uh, at your disposal. Absolutely. And then keep in mind the third lifestyle, which I don't want to forget, very important, is a designated assisted living floor. For those people who are very independent people still, but they just need some care surrounding them because they need a little help in that regard. So you've got everything covered. Everything covered. So we call it an aging in place community. So you may start as an apartment living style resident. And as things get a little bit more challenging, you can always transition out to our independent living and then and then so on from there. What about visitation? Like, like can, can grandchildren and children and friends come visit at any hour they want? Can they stay over? Those kinds of things? Anything you want. It is an open door <laughs> policy for family, friends, and pets. We are pet friendly, I'm happy wow. to say. Excellent. So yes, we encourage family. We encourage grandkids. We encourage them to come and stay overnight. It's like living in your own home and it's an extension of your own home. So so bring it on. Bring family. Bring friends. Okay, so that now assumes that I have to go find friends. So I have family. Here's a question for you, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, this sounds like a tremendous idea, and, I, and I've got a location picked out, I'm ready to do this, but I'm not ready to do it now, but I believe I will be in a year, maybe two, maybe three years from now. Do I just sit back and wait and hope that I won't have to wait in terms of uh, be put on a waiting list? Or do I put myself on a list now? Oh, that is such a great question, Ted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by talking about the whole concept of, of saying that you're not ready. Uh, because when, when you're living in your home, you've been living in your home for 50 years. The, it's a very overwhelming thought to think of how am I going to get out of this home I've been living in. Not, not even for the fact that you have all these, you know, saved up all these belongings. But from an emotional perspective, it can be a big big decision. And a lot of people will say to me that they're not ready. Well, I very quickly respond to that by saying, I want you to live at Del Manor when you are not ready. Because the thought of being ready to people is that I'm sick. I can't walk very well anymore. Mm. And we don't want people living at Del Manor when they're ready. Mm. We want people to live at Del Manor when they're, quote, not ready, when they're still feeling like they can 
do fitness, you know, go take advantage of everything that's being offered within the four walls of our community. And what if people who who are in a situation, for example, where they live six months of the year here in Ontario and six months of the year in Arizona or in, in Florida? Okay, and that's that's a great point because I also like people to really know that when you live at Del Manor, you should your life should never stop living outside the four walls of Del Manor, and a lot of people do a lot of traveling. And if they are going to travel for that six months Florida, and then come back for the for the you know for the time in the summertime to Del Manor Aurora, they would get what we call a snowbird credit, where we offer a credit to them while they're away. So that's obviously a. a a really important piece to people that are still continuing to travel. Yeah, that's interesting. So that credit is sort of in place of um, subletting, right? Yeah. Well, it's actually just to to replace because they're not eating the they're not eating at Del Manor. Anymore, okay, but they're right? not in they're not in their residence either. And if they said to I don't know a nephew, hey, you can come stay at my place. <laughs> while I'm in yeah, Florida no. Yeah. For a few yeah. months. <laughs> Here we go. No, 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 no. We would prefer that that suite stay empty. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Wait I mean, for you... them to come home, and it'll be in one piece. Yeah. Suddenly you turn it into a a, a bed and breakfast or a, <laughs> yeah. an Airbnb and be for a yeah. bunch of 30-year-olds or they're getting hammered. Right, but it is real peace of mind when they do go away to know that they're coming back to this beautiful residence where they had no worries of having to get the driveway shoveled or you know, the house is having some issues. They just come back and open that door and they're back to their to their life at Del Manor Aurora. Peace of mind. Sounds like a peace of mind. Party at Del Manor. <laughs> best way for people to be best informed about Del Manor, Harry, would be to do which? Go online to uh, call ahead? Yeah, how do they contact can, uh, contact you? That's a great point. So you can go on our website, delmanor.com, and choose um, Del Manor Aurora Community. And there is an area there where you can make, um, you can do a website inquiry. And that website inquiry will be directly sent to myself and my colleague, and we will pick up the phone or email them immediately and, you know, just get to know them, find out a little bit more about what's going on. And then ultimately, the goal is to bring them into our presentation center and meet them personally and talk all about Del Manor Aurora. Great stuff. Kerry Armstrong, who is with Del Manor Aurora. Thanks very much. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you this Father's Day Sunday and all the best and hopefully we'll see you in the future. Thanks, Kerry. Thank you very come much, back gentlemen. Again. Yes. Come back after your, your big opening. All right. I definitely will. And we'll come back in a moment with the mailbag right here on AM 740. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. All right, let's head down to Kensington Market, the heart of Kensington Market, 190 Baldwin. That's where you will find the iconic Tom's Place and Mr. Mahalik, Tom Mahalik, the proprietor of said establishment. Happy Father's Day to you, Tom. How are you? Thank you, Ted. I really appreciate it. And happy Father's Day to you and to all of our customers that have been supporting us all these years. Well, we're so happy that you're back open every day now. Uh, What's going on at the store today? Anything special for Father's Day? We have... A garment that is spectacularly tailored, Mm -hmm. that is one of the most beautiful suits in the world. We sell this garment usually for $550. Now it's on sale for $350. We have two lifts and shirts. 
two Lipson shirts that are regularly $145 each. Now we have two of them for $65. Oh, you know, those are my favorite shirts. It, what? Let's talk about the, the new hours now that things are back to a, quote, normal. What, what are your hours like seven uh, days Tom, a week? Tom's Place is open seven days a week. From Monday to Friday, we're open from 11 till 5, Saturday from 11 to 5, and Sundays from 12 to 5. All right, I'll let you go. Then you can get ready for the opening. 12 o'clock today, Tom's Place, 190 Baldwin in the heart of Kensington Market. Welcome back to the Void Probate Show on Zoomer Radio. I'm Jason Laidler here with my co-host Ted Wallachin. We're going to do things a little bit uh, out of order for some reason today. Before we get to uh, some other thoughts about probate and how to avoid it, uh, I need to remind the listeners, of course, that the information provided in this program is for general consumption only. and is not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. Every situation is different, so if you have legal or investment questions, you should speak with a licensed expert. Or, of course, you can contact me by email at info at avoidprobate.ca. Or by phone, toll-free at 1-844-667-7628. I've been told to repeat that number, so I'll hear it is again. 1-844-667-7628. The mailbag this week is a bit of a jumble because I had several calls on a couple of different topics. And so I think I'm just going to address the topics instead of Mm -hmm. describing the different individual situations. So... A couple of weeks ago, we had our as our guest the VP of Sales for Industrial Alliance, Mark Dietrich. Uh, Mark mentioned a great option to GICs called For Life, a product offered by Industrial Alliance. Well, what exactly is, is a GIC for those people who are not familiar with that? Good question. The GIC stands for Guaranteed Investment Certificate. It's something. I was going to say it's offered by the banks, but it's not just the banks. It's offered by many financial institutions, and it's some place where people can invest their money, where they can feel safe, because there's no risk of losing any of their capital, hence the term guaranteed investment certificate. The problem with them, and by the way, I hate them. I say it every week, (laughs) so the regular listeners know that, and I'm not going to apologize for that. The problem, though... We're in historically low interest rates, and you know they were they were bad before. Mind you, you might recall the time when GICs were paying like eighteen percent or something like that. Well, I recall the time. I think the first mortgage that my wife and I got. I think we had, and we're fortunate. We're we're happy because we got a vendor take back, and we were paying seventeen or eighteen percent. On a mortgage. On a mortgage. Now, people right now, you say, what are you talking about? Yeah. And back then, I mean, they peaked at like 20, 21%. I heard. That was before my time. It was insane. It was. I had um, some friends, friends of the family, I'll just put it that way. They, the whole time, they're retirees now. And they told me the whole time they had a mortgage, they never had a single digit interest rate. Yeah. Mortgage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, today it's like one and a half. I know. One, I know. So it's crazy. So, so having said that, you know, I had several calls asking for more information about this for life solution. So I want to follow up on that uh, for anyone who has GICs. Um, and here's why: because you know, like GICs, the for life solution offers a guaranteed income, except instead of a term, like a, for example, like a five year a GIC term, the guaranteed income for for life lasts as long as you do. Mm-hmm. So unless you unless you collapse the plan at some point, which you can do, because mm-hmm. unlike GICs, your for life investments are not locked in. The amount of the guaranteed income is partially actuarially, that's a big word, actuarially based, meaning your age and your gender are factors 
that set the rate. And in no particular order here, a 60-year-old male, his rate today, 3.76%. Um, a 70-year-old female, her rate today, 4.3%. Guaranteed for life, forever, for as long as you're here. Contrast that to the research I did uh, last night. I went onto a website, a well-known uh, website that compares rates called ratehub.ca, ratehub.ca. And I, it was hard to make it an apples-to-apples comparison because the four-life investments are not guaranteed, or sorry, they're not locked in, GICs are. So what I did was I compared it to 30-day uh, GICs. Ted, any idea what the rate is on a 30-day GIC today at the bank? 30-day? 30-day. I don't know. Less than a percent? <laughs> Less than a percent is accurate. And I'm going to I'm gonna name names here. I don't normally. But this is public information. It's on the ratehub.ca website. Bank of Montreal rate on a 30-day GIC, 0.1%. What am I going to make in a month? It gets better. Uh, Scotiabank, 30-day GIC rate, 0.05%. Uh-huh. Okay, let's do some quick math. I'm going to give you a math test, Ted. Don't do that. <laughs> so you put in your $10,000 to this 0.05% GIC, 30 days at Scotiabank. Any idea what kind of interest you make after 30 days on this GIC? Yeah, $1.49. It's 5 bucks. Okay, I, I was just, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I know you are. But, but I know it's nothing. The point is well taken. It's basically nothing. It's yeah. 5 bucks. by the way, taxable. Unless, of course, it's in your, it's in your TFSA, which it shouldn't be. It's taxable, too. And, and probated. What's the point? Do not renew your GICs. Okay, I hope that helps. If you want more info on For Life, please give me a call or email me. Now, um, quickly, I know I'm going to run out of time here. I need to talk about another recurring theme from the past couple of weeks, and that has to do with beneficiaries who are complaining about the work or lack thereof being done by the executor. I'm going to switch over and refer to some notes that I took out of a textbook that I have. I can find them. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I, I talked to these individuals who called and who were complaining about the executor. And I can't stress enough, and I've said on the show before, it's an onerous job. And, and I'm going to read right out of the textbook, the Canadian Institute of Certified Executor Advisors. I'm a CEA. I am a certified executor advisor, so that's why I have the textbook. Right. And I'm going to read a few lines about the um, duties of the executor and how it relates to beneficiaries. Because once again, several people called me over the last couple of weeks saying, you know, the, the executor is not doing this and, she, and they're not disclosing the information and I don't know what's going on and things aren't moving forward and I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to read a little bit out of this uh, textbook for you right now. It says, starting with, once and assuming the will is located, the executor will need to communicate with the friends and family members in any organizations who are the beneficiaries of the will. Beneficiaries should be made aware of any special or personal bequests that may be in the will, including any charitable bequests. And here's an important one. In addition to the contents of the will, it is important to clearly communicate with all beneficiaries as to filings for estate in probate, filings for CRA, and outlining the timeline for different stages of the estate. Lastly, and I might repeat that, but lastly, beneficiaries need to know 
the estate will be handled with integrity, transparency, and respect for the testator's wishes, as well as reassured that a full accounting will be provided. A full accounting needs to be provided by the executor. So I've said on the show many times, you know, really, you do not want to be an executor in Ontario if you can help it. If you think or if you know that the executor is not performing his or her duties, which are numerous and onerous, which is why, again, I said um, you don't want to be an executor in Ontario. Mm-hmm. There, there is, there's huge liability, which, believe it or not, you can now get insurance for. Yes, there is something called executor insurance. We'll talk about that on another show. Uh, what I'm getting at is that the beneficiary has rights. Don't let the executor keep you in the dark. A beneficiary or anyone withstanding can petition the court to have an executor replaced if that person is failing to fulfill their duties for one reason or another. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it, it probably doesn't happen as often as it should. People just don't realize they've got that uh, authority to challenge the executor there. Well, I can just see from just a multitude of problems. Let's say we have two children and you decide, okay, my son's my executor and not my daughter, and then she takes it the wrong way, and now you get this, just a, a whole mess of problems. A whole mess of problems. Hopefully I'll have more individual situations to share with you next week in the mailbag next week. I know that's popular. Of course, that only happens if you keep your calls and emails coming, which I sincerely hope you do. All right, we're going to come back in a moment. We'll wrap up the program. The program, of course, you're listening to is Avoid Probate. He's Jason Laidler. I'm Ted Walshen. Stay with us back shortly. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember Insert Your Name and we're heartbroken because Insert Your Name did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of Insert Your Name have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Well, that's going to do it for another uh, adventure in Avoid Probate Land. I'm I'm really enjoying this. I have to say, Jason, this is my second week here, and I'm quite enjoying it. I've learned so much, and I'm being questioned by people on the street asking me for my expertise, to which I'm turning uh, the questions over to you because I'm not the expert. Well, I was just glad to see you. I was glad to see you back in action today. I wasn't sure after week one if you were scared off or if we were going to see you again. No, 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 not at all. I, I quite enjoy being here. And I will return again next week, should you allow. Okay, so it's a date. Uh, Thank you to the world's most patient producer, Frank, for keeping us in uh, check today. Uh, Thanks to Ted, of course, for joining us and for surviving COVID. Good job on that, Ted. Uh, Thanks to you, Zoomers, for your time today. Uh, Once again, happy Father's Day, everybody. Let's do it again next week. Enjoy your Sunday. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.